Hey, running friends. Welcome to the Wrinkled Runner podcast. I'm Sherry, the Wrinkled Runner. I'm over 50 and I love to run wherever I go, but Buffalo, New York is my home. If you are looking to start to run or you're an older runner, this podcast is especially for you, so subscribe now. I love to help people get running and keep running. Have you ever seen a race with an age grading time? Today on the Wrinkled Runner podcast, I'll be talking about age grading, what it is, how you can use it for motivation, and as an older runner, how the information can help you set a goal. If you're a runner with a competitive streak in you, age grading can level the playing field, so to speak, and it can also be a good motivator. And I've noticed as I've been producing content over the last few weeks that a lot of what I'm putting out there has to do with staying motivated as a runner. And I'm not sure if that's because I need it for myself or it's just coincidental. But anyway, it's just a random observation. An example from me is of a Buffalo Marathon that I ran in 2019. I finished in uh, 4.09, I think, 13 or 31, something like that. And the race lists my age grade at 340. So the age grade percentage on that is 60%. So according to the Wired Runner, an age grade between 60 to 69% means you're pretty competitive on the local front, which would be compared to women my age in the Buffalo area. The age grade is based on things like age factors and standards and individuals that are world-class runners. It's very mathy, the formulas that they use, and I don't do well with mathy things. So I'm going to link you in the show notes to several articles that discuss the percentages and the time that is derived from the formulas used. Now, if you're more like me, just know that it's a percentage of the ideal time for your age and gender. As you might imagine, this, uh, the numbers that they come up with for the age grades will actually change depending on the different runners and the years and the gender finishes and things like that. Uh, obviously, those records are always changing. So the age graded times will also change based on the formulas. If your particular race does not show the age graded time, you can use a calculator to get those times. One that comes highly recommended because they update it regularly is the one from Runner's World. And I'll link you to it in the notes. And just an aside, I am a member of the Runner's World site, so I have access to everything on there. And so sometimes when I say something is from Runner's World, I may be linking you inadvertently to things that you might not be able to access. Uh, sometimes things, you know, articles and things aren't accessible unless you have a subscription. And I can't tell if the things that I link to are like that or not. So if you find that is the case, send me an email and let me know so I can put an alternative in there for non-subscribers. Besides seeing the age graded time and making me feel better, what can I use this number for? There are different things that you can use from the information. I mentioned earlier that my Buffalo Marathon performance showed that I was in the 60s percentage-wise. I could use that information to formulate a goal to get in the 70th percentile on my next marathon. So if you rank in the 70s, you are most likely a good racer regionally, a greater area surrounding where you live. So for me, that would probably be comparing the Buffalo, Rochester, Erie, Pennsylvania marathons and my time against other women my age for all of those. I can go to a calculator at runbundle.com and enter my age, gender, and percentage from a previous race, and this calculator will tell you what times you need for each distance in order to get to the next percentile. 
So plugging in my 2019 marathon numbers, I could set a goal of running the marathon in three hours, 47 minutes, 13 seconds, which would up my percentage into the 70th. Another way to use your age grade is if you have been running for a long time. Say in high school, you were able to run an 18-minute 5K. Now, most of us in our 50s are probably not going to do that, although there are definitely some runners out there. But as a coach, I preach against the quote-unquote good old days and explain to my runners that what we did in high school or college is not where we should be starting from or for a lot of us trying to get to if we are now in our 50s or beyond. I can take the age grade of my last 5K and see if it compares to the numbers from me at an earlier age. I'm not going to be able to train myself to an actual 18-minute 5K, but my current fastest 5K gives me an age-graded time of 21.07. My goal could be to get to an age-graded time of 18 minutes or, using the calculator, training myself to, say, get into the 80th percentile for the 5K. We can also use age grading to see how we compare with those that came in first or second for our gender overall in a more level playing field kind of way. So the last 5K that I ran, I came in first for my age group, but fifth overall female. If I plug in the information for the women that beat me, one of whom was 15 years old, my percentages are higher than the ones who came in first or second. And based on age grade time for all of us, if the race had been totally age graded, which there never are, just so you know, but um, if you age graded everyone, I would have come in second because age grading is definitely beneficial to those of us who are older. It's a fun metric to look at to measure your performance and see how strong you are, even if you weren't the one on the podium. So the numbers can be a good boost of the ego for you, if nothing else. Now, that being said, I don't normally plug in everyone's numbers to uh, figure out that information. Uh, But for the sake of this podcast episode, I did play around with the calculators a bit. I'm more interested in seeing how I compare with myself at different race distances. So in my last Buffalo Marathon, I came out to be a 61%, and in my last 5K, I was just shy of 70%. What I can take away from this is that I am stronger in shorter distances than in longer ones. Now, I trained for longer distances, so the information was kind of surprising, but then when I thought about it, based on race predictors, because um, they have predictors out there that you can enter your race time for shorter distances and then they'll calculate what the prediction is for, say, a half marathon or a full marathon is going to be. And whenever I've done that, the calculation for what I'm going to run the marathon in is always a lot shorter or a lot faster than what I actually run them. So, What I'm taking away from the percentiles is that my running strength seems to break down the longer the distance. So what I'll take into my next marathon season, which will start in January, is I need to work on my endurance as I'm training for the Flying Pig Marathon, which will be in May. So the information is actually really helpful and interesting. This week's website resource for runners will be the age grade calculator that I used from runbundle.com.
the calculator not only will show you your age grades, but it also has a really good explanation of everything that I was talking about. So keep scrolling down below the calculator so that you can read a really good description on age grading. Also in this site, they have a reverse age grade, which will be able to show you the times that you're going to need to run in order to get the percentages. So for example, when I was talking about my goal of jumping up percentage-wise from a 60 to into the 70s for my next marathon, that reverse age grade calculator will be able to show what you need to do in order to get into those percentages. Next week, I'll be talking about the top 10 Wrinkled Runner podcast episodes from 2021. I'll be sharing what they were, give you a quick clip from each one, and then linking to all of them in the show notes. As a running coach in Buffalo, New York, one of my favorite things to do is talk about running and guide new runners in their journey. Questions help me immensely to form the Wrinkled Runner content and as a teaching tool for myself to be aware of what to inform my clients about, which are mostly new runners. So if you have any questions, please email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com. A Q&A episode will be coming out in March, so I may use yours. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you know another runner who could benefit from today's topic, go ahead and share it. Do you have any running questions? You can ask me. Email me at sherry at wrinkledrunner.com, and if I can't answer your question, I will do the research to find the answer and share it with you. The questions I get from listeners like you help me develop episodes, so please don't be shy. You can sign up for my once a month newsletter using the link provided so that you can have all the Wrinkled Runner resources from the past month all in one place. I also have opened up my virtual coaching in addition to coaching one-on-one with those in the Buffalo, New York area. So head to my coaching page on the Wrinkled Runner website, which I will of course link to, and check out how we may be able to work together. Until next Monday, thanks for listening and I'll see you on the run.